Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today. Coming up on NBA Today, it's Halloween, and the Lakers finally got their first win of the season. Hear what Russell Westbrook had to say about his new role. Plus, there's only one undefeated team left in the league, but are they not getting enough love? We dive into how scary the Bucks are. And CJ McCollum and Trey Murphy III are in the studio. They're in the building. We break down the Pelicans' hot start to the season. All that and more on a very, very spooky Ooh. Halloween holiday. Welcome to NBA Today and also happy Halloween. I mean, no costumes here in studio for now. Hint, hint. Wink, oh, wink. gosh. I'm Shanae Ogumike here with Ramona <laughs> Shelburne and our boy Richard Jefferson. You did inspire my Halloween costume, by the way, Richard. Okay. I've been inspiring my people tease. my entire life. Oh, gosh. Let's let's segue. <laughs> and Pelican star CJ McCollum and Trey Murphy III will also stop by. It's going to be so lit, y'all. So much to discuss around the association, but we have to start right here in L.A. where the Lakers won last night. This is not a drill. Roll the highlight, <laughs> Director Kathy. Oh, wow. LeBron and the Lakers hosting the Nuggets on Sunday looking to avoid an 0-6 start. And Richard, Russell Westbrook had the energy going. Yeah, he had that energy. And that's what, look, the, 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 the Lakers needed an energy injection. That's what they need. Their defense has already been elite, but their defense hasn't been turning in the offense. And look, Russ did such a great job, and we can't compliment him enough on how he helped lead this team. But, man, Lonnie Walker with the big three there. You could just see the energy. You could see the joy on their face. Finally, fourth quarter here. LeBron, watch this play. This sort of sums up exactly what Russ has been bringing the last two games. AD active on the boards, but this is important because he's a little cringing. LeBron misses. Yeah, and I love it. I, look, look, we're going to talk more about this later in the show. And, and look, this is tough. We know he is fighting through, but this is what it meant. If you want to play all 82, this is what the type of things that it takes. And But he's like, let me stay in the game. And this is the play exactly I'm talking about. Bu bullet pass. Here's a miss. Brody with the O board. He's like, pause. I got this. I mean, down. I was a little surprised. Let's slow down. Let's play under control. There we go. Westbrook. I mean, look, he's, his hand, did you notice the fans were, like, embracing his energy tonight? Yeah. Look, look. What did we say last week? It's okay to take that shot, but go to the rim. Yeah. Don't pull up. Congratulations, Darvin Ham, first, first win. Of many. And you got to <laughs> love exactly the energy that they showed. This was a big moment for him. They've been through persevering yeah. through the start of the season, and you have to be super impressed with how they won it. Lakers win 121-110. You know, like I mentioned, before um, we have many conversations about sacrificing and understanding what that looks like for me um, and <clears throat> like I've mentioned since day one whatever is needed for me to be able to help the team win um, you know that's what I'll do and I'll continue doing that as the season goes along tonight he was just looked more and more comfortable in the role that you know he's been implemented in and you know we needed all 32 um, sensational minutes that he had so um, He's big time. Like you say, to be a player of his caliber, um, 
and actually come off the bench. That's truly a guy who doing whatever the team asks, you know, to to get a win, sacrifice, you know, his starting position to for the betterment of the team, and you know, he he's he's flourished in that in that role. That's all we can ask for, and you know, I tell him just keep doing what you're doing, man. Everything you're doing is it's unbelievable, and um, the last two games, you know, he could just kind of been doing his thing, man, so, you know, proud of him. The Lakers are proud of him. The Lakers snapped their five-game losing streak last night against the Nuggets. LeBron and AD balled out per usual, and Russ scored 18 points to go along with eight boards and eight dimes. Back to those Russ triple-double days. Mm-hmm. Ramona, what was your reaction to Russ's performance off the bench again? If he can play like this off the bench, he's saved his career. I mean, that, that is a strong statement, but that is how close that felt last week when he was reacting very poorly to coming off to the bench. The hamstring injury and this, and this feeling of, of him around the team, of they got to make a change, and if it doesn't, it's got to happen sooner rather than later. It went three games before they moved him to the bench. That is co- that's quick. But if this didn't work out, if he was not able to embrace this role and play the way they needed him to play, it was this was going to get ugly fast. And I, I think if he can embrace this, play this way, and give them what he did the last two games, there's a role for him on this team, and there's a role for him in the league. Richard, we see the chemistry finally building. What did you see from Russ last night? Well, this is one we think we have to understand is that the Lakers – the, the L.A. fans, they understand basketball at an extremely high level. Those cheers partly was because of his performance, but part of those cheers were because, okay, he is willing to do whatever. Because you can, you can do your role, and this is what I was always told. It's not about doing your role. It's about doing your role with enthusiasm. If you commit mm-hmm. to your role with enthusiasm versus like, all right, fine, yeah. I'll do it, and I'll go out there and I'll play just enough, and I'll do just enough, and I'm going to have a certain attitude about me. And I'm not saying that that Russ did it, but he showed up and he said, hey, look, I am willing to do whatever it takes for the, te- for what the, for the team to be successful. His teammates complimented. And the fans, you felt that injury. It's like, we don't care, Russ, if you start, don't start. We just want to know that you are committed to being a Laker and doing whatever the Laker organization needs. And then the fans, they just feed off of that. That's how the, the love starts to build very, very quickly. He well, did it on the court, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that play that you showed there, he went to the basket. Oh, yeah, Last true. week when everybody was criticizing him Settling for the, for mid-range. Settle for the mid-range. That's what Darvin Ham said afterwards. And the one thing I, I will point out, Darvin Ham and Russell, Russell Westbrook had a lot of conversations over the summer where they built up a trust in how they wanted to play. Are you doing – can I trust you? You trust me? The first three games we weren't seeing that on the court, but that's where that trust comes in. If, you, if he stuck with Darvin and Darvin stuck with him into these roles – and is willing to do go to the hoop every time, be aggressive. He adapted. Yeah. He did what his coach was asking him to do. And there's a role for you in this league and on the team if you can do but that. But you, you know what also helps you guys? That well, the Lakers shot the ball really well. And actually, if you look yeah. at the numbers historically, they were really poor shooting 23% on the year going into this matchup. And it, I talked to producer Schwartz, and we have a graphic here to show you the difference, Ooh. the juxtaposition of how the Lakers have shot the ball. But this team, the Lakers, they're number one in the NBA in pace. And when you shoot the ball at this clip, that's going to be a win for you. 121 points versus their typical 100 or so. Shot 48% from the field. Three-point percentage, look at that. They made almost five more threes, shooting 43% from three. If you marry that with this idea that you're also fast and Russ that's leaning to your strengths, and he's coming off the bench commanding that second unit, this is the recipe for success. 
for the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, and it's also defensively. You yep. see defensively, they are one of the top, well, I think, five, top three yep. defensive teams by the numbers. And they were just, they were their, their offense was so anemic. And it's just like, you need a jolt in offense. And, and so that's what they were able to do. Are they going to be able to shoot 42, 42% every single night? <laughs> no. no, they're not going to be able to do that because they're not constructed that way. But if they pair that with quality shot, take, shot taking, right shots at yep. the right time with high-level defense, and look, we're – Anthony Davis, it was impressive. That was one of the most impressive performances because you spoke at the beginning of the year saying that you wanted to play 82 games. And I'm here to tell everyone in America what that means. If you're going to play 82 games or even in the 80s, even 77, mm -hmm. you will play injured. You will, oh, excuse me, you will play hurt. There's a difference. We've seen Remember the Titans. Are you hurt or are you injured? And last night he was hurting. But if you're going to you, – there's not a player that has ever played 82 games that hasn't had to play hurt. You're not a player in the league that can play 75 games and not play hurt. So compliment Anthony Davis for, for doing what he said he was going to do. I'm going to go out there on days where I'm not 100%, on days where I'm 75%, and I'm still going to give you what I have. That is the difference that I think the Lakers fans should be applauding Anthony Davis for. Yeah, and when I heard him say that he wanted to play 82 games, I'm a player that came into yeah. the WNBA season saying that I'm going to play 36 games this year, knowing that I had an injury, quote-unquote, history going in. My intentions were to be available for my team when it mattered mm -hmm. most. I ended up playing, I think, about 26 games, but I went in with that mentality, and I think that's exactly what AD is showing. He has these goals, and now he's backing it up by staying in the games that they need to win. Because mind you, y'all, this was their first win of the season. I mean, they were the last winless team in the NBA. That <laughs> yeah. is, that's rough. And, uh, and it felt like they had to win that game. Mm. And you felt like they were still invested in it. You see a celebration like that for a coach for his first win. That was them being excited <laughs> for themselves, but they were really genuinely happy for Darvin Ham. Yeah. And I think they all felt like they're still on board. Like you, mm. you could see that. There's, there's other teams in the league, 0-5, mm. already starting to drift. <laughs> The, the Lakers are still on board right yeah. now. Yeah, and speaking of Anthony Davis, he had 23 points, 15 rebounds. Those are the numbers that we've come to expect. Hurt. 23 points, 15 rebounds <laughs> when he was hurting. Mm -hmm. When he was hurting. That, that, this is just what I want to highlight. That means that, like, you can give us 23 and 13 when you're hurting. Now, look, if you're injured, don't play injured. But if you're hurting and you can still go out there because you just got to be strategic with how. If they have a three-day layoff, maybe you sit out one game, take those three days. Now it's like, dude, no one's going to hold you to 82, but you got to be more strategic with when you get your rest and allow your body to recover. Absolutely. They have to be smart, but I do think they realize that the time was now for mm -hmm. them to push yeah. through because they Facts. needed this win. Uh, now it's time to go coast to coast around the association. Let's, Let's start with Luca dropping 44 in a win over the Magic. He's the first player to score 30-plus points in each of his first six games of the season since who? Uh, since the 86-87 MJ squad of uh, the Bulls. Ramona, does he need more help, though? Yeah, I mean, look, teams are just going to scheme for him and do the Giannis defense on him, right? Um, right? In the regular season, you can get away with this, but in the playoffs, they'll shut you down. I mean, this guy, is he at the front, forefront of MVP? Oh, I think yeah. he might oh, yeah, be. Yeah. Him and Giannis. Well, Giannis. Like, let's, let's not disrespect Giannis. And again, it's way too early. But I've got Luka, Giannis. Yeah, I watched Luka go against the, the Nets just a few nights ago, and he does such a great job of scoring for himself, yeah. getting other people involved. Like, there is no, there is nobody better in this league, but 
he needs more help. He needs another superstar, and I don't see it coming. 1A Giannis, 1B Luka, maybe? Yes. It could flip-flop. Yes. Donovan Mitchell joined Wilt Chamberlain as the only players in NBA history to go for 30 in five of their first six games with the team as the Cavs improved to 5-1 and one by beating the Knicks. Richard, are the Cavs a legit contender in the East? Yes, they are, and we've been saying it. My guy, K-Love. K-Love was outstanding. Big-time blocks, big-time steals. Right, excuse me, blocks, charge. It was a charge. You don't get blocked, <laughs> big fella. But Donovan Mitchell was so impressive. The fact that they are doing this with Darius Garland out shows the depth that the Cavs had. I said that the Cavs have one of the best lineups in the league. Ooh. And Donovan Mitchell, you know what I like about Donovan Mitchell? He's making people mad that they didn't trade for him. Well, that's the team that didn't trade <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah, that's the team that you know Madison he was coming out well, Just wait till that game is in New York. Making a big mad. Saturday, Giannis Ooh. led the Bucks to their third 5-0 start in franchise history with his fourth straight 30-point game. Richard, Woo. should we be giving the Bucks more love? Yes, we should be giving the Bucks more love. And this is the thing about Giannis. We have now grown accustomed to his greatness. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad to see because this is ridiculous what our guy is doing. He is the best two-way player in this league. He is probably one of the most forceful players we have seen since Shaquille O'Neal. And every year he gets better. Every year he adds. They are doing this without, without Chris Middleton. They were doing this without their second best player and playmaker. So, yes, should the East be worried? Ah, yeah, they should be worried. That you should be worried, but let's talk a little bit about the West. The Spurs, mm. they improved to 5-2 and two with a win over the Timberwolves after sportsbooks <laughs> expected them to be among the league's worst team this season. This is their best seven-game start since 18-19, which is the last season San Antonio made the playoffs. Now, sticking with San Antonio, Friday night, the Spurs released guard Joshua Primo, Primo uh, the number 12 pick in the 2021 NBA draft due to multiple alleged incidents of exposing himself to women. In a statement to ESPN, Primo acknowledged a need to continue, quote, mental health treatment more fully. Prior to releasing Primo, the Spurs picked up his third-year option just two weeks ago, meaning his contract for next season had already been guaranteed for $4.3 million. ESPN reports that teams around the league remain intrigued by Primo's talent and potential, but are searching for more of a complete understanding of the situation as they weigh the possibility of placing a claim to acquire Primo before he clears waivers and becomes a free agent this afternoon. Still to come, reaction to Kyrie Irving's postgame comments. Our Nets reporter Nick Friedel joins the show with the latest he's hearing from the organization. Plus, the Warriors are off to a slow start. How concerned should we be after two straight losses to the Hornets and the Pistons? Steve Kerr, he sounds off. He does that. And we're only minutes away from CJ McCollum and Trey Murphy joining the show. I'm so excited, y'all. They're CJ right come? here. Why, why They're live CJ in studio. In here? What, NBA Today with Chanae. We'll be right back. What, what, what's... Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. Let's talk about Brooklyn. The Nets lost to the Pacers on Saturday night, dropping their record to 1-5 on the season. That is the worst start through six games for the Nets since starting 0-6 in the 2015-2016 season. Steve Nash called the loss a, quote, disaster. It was their fourth straight loss of the season and led to a players-only meeting. Mm. We will get to the Nets' struggles in a bit, but one storyline after Saturday's game was Kyrie Irving speaking to reporters for the first time since he posted about a book and movie called Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. The movie released in 2018 quotes Adolf Hitler multiple times and denies the Holocaust existed. After the post, Nets owner Joe Tsai and the NBA released statements condemning Irving's posts. ESPN Nets reporter Nick Ferdell asked Irving about his tweet and IG post and if he was promoting anti-Semitism. Here's a portion of Irving's back and forth with Ferdell. To follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? People are going to say that you are yeah, promoting. Yeah, put it out there just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with move on. anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free being. to post I can what, post whatever I want, so say that what, and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's nothing. not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions for me? And they're going to say, does he have anti-Semitic This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this, this is another answering your question. Oh, my God. Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. We will bring in Nick Ferdell shortly, but I want to start with you, Ramona, because at the time of the interaction, Kyrie's tweet was still up. But he did take it down yesterday. Mm -hmm. What caused him to remove the post? Well, I think that, you know, you'll, we'll hear from Kyrie about what exactly caused him to take it down. But I can tell you, Kyrie Irving and his camp have been in constant communication with the Nets organization about this situation and with the Anti-Defamation League where he's been trying to learn about what, why people found that film and his post about it so offensive. And so the fact that he is, he's taking some steps to learn about the other side of this and why the reaction to it has been as, as it has been is, is interesting to me. And it, it explains some of why he might have taken the post down. But we, we need to let him speak for himself because clearly he had a lot to say when Nick was questioning him. Thank you so much for your voice on this issue and your perspective, Ramona. I want to bring in the aforementioned Nick Ferdell. Nick, the Nets host the Pacers again tonight, and you left shoot-around a little while ago. What was the mood around the team today? Tanae, it's what Ramona just referenced in that everybody is in a holding pattern. This is mm -hmm. a waiting game now. The Nets, the NBA, everybody's waiting to see what Kyrie has to say afterwards. I can tell you there are a lot of people in the organization who are still very upset. They want to see how he explains himself further. There are a lot of people in the league office who are waiting to see what happens later. From a basketball standpoint, I talked to Markeith Morris a few hours ago and he said, we don't have a problem. 
We're a new team. We're still trying to learn each other. We played some good teams. We just didn't play very hard on Saturday. But that's the issue. And anybody who's watched basketball knows when you start having team meetings before Halloween, that is a really big problem. The Nets understand that. They want to fix that. But guys, this truly, to me, is one of the biggest seventh games of the regular season in recent NBA history. Because if you lose to the Indiana Pacers twice at home with the schedule that the Nets have coming on the road and the tough teams they'll face in November, this could unravel very quickly on the floor and it could unravel even further off the floor depending on how Kyrie responds. Thank you so much for joining us, Nick. As you mentioned, round two of the Pacers Nets is tonight at 7.30 Eastern. And for more, now you, you hear about the Nets and their on-the-court struggles. Earlier in the show, I mentioned this. Let's take a closer look at them. Their defense ranks last in the entire league in efficiency. Opponent made uh, threes per game, also an opponent three-point field goal percentage. All dead last. So as we dive deeper into Brooklyn's struggles, I want to bring in Richard to the conversation because, Richard, you are on the call for Saturday's loss to the Pacers. What did you see from your vantage point being there? I'm glad you asked, Shanae, because I was there watching the game. Not only was I there on, what was it, Saturday? I don't even know what day You were gone for a week, Richard. Their their defense, we've seen the numbers, right? Like, they have all the talent. I stand by it as the Golden State Warriors and then the Brooklyn Nets with talent. But watch how many corner threes. You can't give up a corner three there. They gave up so many wide open corner threes. Watch, strong side. Strong side shooter. What are you doing? This is Luka Doncic, strong side shooter. Everyone becomes a great three-point shooter. Watch this again. That's all he can do is shoot corner threes. Catch and shoot, not close enough. Now, next game, we're going to get a little bit closer. Here, strong side. Don't come off strong side shooter. You don't do that. And you can see players talking to each other, right? Like, again, simple stuff. Court. That's not your help there, KD. Now you're giving everyone becomes a great three-point shooter. Now this is the worst one. This is the worst one. Late game, they're making a comeback. That young fella, Ben Matherin, we're going to talk about him. That man had 30 points before that shot. And you go for that steal and you give up that three. So when you're talking about that, to me, it is just really a problem. And we're going to look at this shot chart. The Nets defense gave up 23 threes. 44, like 23 for 46, 50%. Now, at some point in time, you've got to make an adjustment. If they're, if they're giving threes, and I talked about the reason why that Ben Matherin three was so bad was because he had been cooking. You're not leaving a non-shooter and you're going for, going for a mistake. Even in that one, Kevin Durant, and they're looking around at each other like, hey, what do we need to do? This team has all of the talent to be one of the best teams in the NBA. They have all the talent to win a championship, but the commitment to defense has to be there because they have all the offensive firepower. And I think in our pre-show call, you mentioned about Kevin Durant, his defense is important because they're playing small ball when it comes to the five and so him being versatile defensively but if you think about the overall perspective yeah. with KD and where this franchise is what do you think he's what is going through his mind I mean he wanted a trade this summer that was not that long ago and he wanted a trade because he didn't believe in the team that he had around him and said I have a limited window to win in the NBA it's 34 years old you don't have that much longer if he doesn't believe in this team you're not seeing the full Kevin Durant. He's still scoring 30 points a game. He's mm-hmm. still so talented he can get, he can score. But in terms of engagement, uh, the, the higher level that, you can, that he can bring to a game, I don't think you're seeing the full KD being engaged in the way that he needs to be for this team to win. And some of that is just frustration. 
It's yeah, frustration. But, you can but, see it in the well, defense that the rest of the team is playing, the way he's closing on a defense. You can see it in all that. The only thing I'm going to say about this is because I watched them. Like, they are doing some things well, but not enough. And again, some of the mistakes are at crucial times. Like leaving Ben there in that moment to go for that gamble. They've already hit 19 threes against you. And yeah. then the ball, and, they, and to credit to the Indiana Pacers, they were moving the ball ridiculous. So this next game against Indiana, woo, don't ben lose Simmons it Ben downgraded to questionable tonight with a knee injury. Right. Yeah, it's going to get more difficult for them, mm. but we'll see what happens. It's still early. But coming up on NBA Today, fresh off of their win against the Clippers last night, CJ McCollum, Prez, and Trey Murphy join the show. They're here. I'm so excited. They tell us why the Pelicans are ready to contend. Plus, the Warriors are off to a slow start this season. Hear what Coach Steve Kerr had to say about their two disappointing losses to the Hornets and the Pistons. And you know what day it is? It's Halloween, so Ooh. we celebrate with the most spooktacular. That's producer plays of the yep. season so far. Keep it locked. NBA Today is just getting started. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bucket getter. All right there, C.J. McCollum and Trey Murphy III have been balling this season. And guess what, Richard? What? They're here with us in the building in studio today. What? Let's go. Yo, I, I kind of mess with my guy C.J., but this, this young fella, Trey. Okay, that's a suit, but like an athleisure suit, but make it athleisure. That's nice, bro. Where hey, Trey. Get that. Get is that on Amazon? Nice and comfy. Love that's it. nice. Oh, this is Prez, y'all. We go way back. <laughs> He's doing some real work. Now, before we get to yesterday's game versus the Clippers, let's talk about y'all's strong start to the season. 
four and two out of the gate. So CJ, what has been the key to success so far? I think it's the work over the summer. I think a lot of our younger players have worked in their game and continue to develop and are taking advantage of more opportunities. We've been very injured to start the season, haven't had a lot of the um, same guys in lineups each night, but I think Willie and our, our PD staff have done a great job of developing, and you got to credit our front office. you got to credit Griff. you got to credit Trajan. Credit everyone for putting this roster together. And also, uh, Trey, I did some number crunching, and you are shooting the second best percentage from three outside of guys. Look at Trey, not, look at Trey, not to smile. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Second best percentage from three for guys who have shot a minimum of 25. Okay. 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 Fireball. What yeah. has, how have you been able to, you know, really show this growth in your game? Really just my, you know, work in the summer and uh, my vets giving me a lot of confidence. You know, CJ, he uh, brought me to a workout in New York and he was just telling me how he has really big expectations for me this year. And, you know, I just want to live up to those, especially for my, you know, guy like CJ. And um, I, I appreciate him giving me the ball and our coaches as well. Uh, I sort of went a little viral because I was so high on your team early. I made this analogy to Coffee Bean and CJ. Oh, man. Just really, CJ oh. really being the transformative piece for the squad. What does CJ bring in particular? I know it's awkward because he's two feet away from you, it's but what, what, yeah. what leadership do you Make eye contact. I want you to make eye contact when you're talking. Make eye contact with him. No, so like basically, <laughs> uh, no, uh, definitely CJ brings a lot off the court. I would say as one of the biggest things, especially. He's super professional, and you know he helps me become a better young man. <laughs> Look at CJ. I, I was gonna say you're hey. trying not to smile. Hey, I also hope I get some more early easy passes because of that. But um, you know he brings a lot on the court as well, prolific score, and you know defenses have to honor him, and you know it helps me a lot because they have to help. You know what's so awesome about that is I was forced like blink, blink twice if he forced you to say that. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> one. Once, once, once. Once. Okay, no, no, no. But but CJ, I, I, I want to compliment you. As long as I've known you, as long as you've been in this league, you have been a pro. Even when you were, you know, you came in, you came in after your junior year. Junior year? No, I did. I did the full bid. Four, four years. Four years. Yeah, but you know, bid. my guy, my yeah. guy Ryan was had you out there at Lehigh, just doing your thing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, I want to know this: Was there a difference for your maturity level because you came for four years and then you stepped onto, uh, you know, like in, in an organization and you were able to be more of a leader in that space? Absolutely. I think going to school for four years taught me how to run a team. It taught me how to lead, but it also taught me how to follow. Mm -hmm. I had to go through. The, the rigors of being a freshman carrying the net bags, you know, mm -hmm. taking ice baths and trash cans. And then I got to the point where I was a leader and a team captain and had to be kind of a, a liaison for the staff and kind of be the pulse of the team. And then you go to the NBA and obviously your role goes back to the beginning where you're carrying bags again, delivering coffee and that type of stuff. But I think I have a greater appreciation of every role because I've played a lot of different roles. I've been a DMP guy. I've been a guy who shows up and is a practice player. I've been a guy who comes off the bench. I've been a starter. I've hit big shots. I've kind of gone through each phase of what it's like to be a basketball player. And I think my perspective is different because I know what it's like to work and not have an opportunity to play. And I know what it's like to get an opportunity to play. And I think I carry that in our locker room. And then just the professional side of understanding how the business is ran, but also how the basketball side is ran and how to keep our guys in the league for longer. Literally handling CBA negotiations as we speak. <laughs> Multitasker. And I know you guys saw the wardrobe change. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is so that we could get to highlights of your, your win last night. So here we go. Oh, uh, What's Where's wrong? the bald cap? If I'm, you're gonna be me for, if you're gonna be me, just wear a bald cap. Okay? okay, you guys, you can talk us through these possessions because how important has Zion been, especially on the floor in the paint for you guys? Yeah, he's virtually unstoppable. He gets to that left hand whenever he feels like it. He's strong. Awesome. Finish around the basket, gets to the free throw line, keeps us in the bonus early. Look at Trey running. Okay, Showtime. Okay. Showtime. Showtime. I don't just shoot threes. I get to the cup too. Okay. And also, how how is it, you know, having an offense where Zion may bring it up, you might bring it up, Trey, you might bring it up. Trey, what's your perspective on that? 
Really it's just, you know, we have a lot of guys on our team. A lot of guys are very skillful and, you know, our coach gives us a lot of freedom and he wants us to, you know, play really oh, free. Range. And, CJ, yeah. Splash. Bang, bang. Haven't hit a lot of threes this year. I was happy yeah, I was to see that say one something. go down. We'll discuss that. Uh, off, and off and speaking of Splash, oh, <laughs> look at that, that extension. Isn't it nice that you don't have to run a play for him? You can just read the defense? That's <laughs> not yeah. reading a defense. That's throwing it up to the top of the square. I mean, you have Throw to have eye side. contact on those passes. Trey, I think you're going to like this right here. Yeah, nice. You said early easy. I was a little late on that one, but you still have to die. Trey, the only way you get those type of highlights is if you come in the building. I just want to let you know. You no, that's, that's not true. You come in the building, you, yes, it is. We, we show OGs. We show, we show him. We show Zion. We show Brandon. Young players, you got to come in the building. Say what's up. We'll get you up on that. Okay, well, since that. you're young, let's stretch them legs, okay? Because I want to see how you guys break down these plays. It's very rare that we get NBA guys in studio. So we've got a couple of plays teed up for you guys. Okay. Can you show us what makes you and your offense so effective? I think it's the combination of things that Trey talked about. It's the freedom, first and foremost. We have freedom to do a lot of different things. Here you see Z initiating the offense. Me trying to set a screen. I'm looking. His guys in the paint. Trey's there. Automatic DHO. Bigs in a drop. Trey turns the corner. This is the development phase, right? Being able to not just score but pass. Obviously, Z 100% at the rim. He's not missing those. Yeah. All right, what's the next play? Next play. Oh, I got one. Oh, you got why we got Larry in I here? I got one. Larry sets the step up. Shout out to my guy Larry. Get the switch. I love this matchup. He's gonna force me right because I like to go left. So I Ooh. set him up with the left hand. Get your hands off. Ooh. Spin the freedom. Get to the elbow. Raise up. And did they know that That's this tough. was your play because everyone was on the weak side? Uh, I, <laughs> no, well, you're like I'm just. Every cooking. play is live for me, but I think in this situation I had got a nice switch right here. Early, easy. The nail guy's not there. I could have drove the lane. We also got the screen on the backside, but you go to the shooter here. He knocks it down. I think. For us, it's just about space and making plays, trying to get into the paint. And when you get matchups that you like, you have to take advantage. And I had a couple matchups that I liked last night. Absolutely. Oh, okay. That's saying Absolutely. it politely. Saying it politely. How about you, Trey? When you see CJ, you know, cooking from the perimeter, how do you stay ready to knock down those threes? Because again, I said you're shooting the second best percentage in the NBA. Just gotta keep your hands ready. You know, the ball can come at any time. And you know, a lot of guys, they, you know, they're helping off of me sometimes, and I have a split second to make a decision. And. Uh, just always keep my hands ready, ready for a pass from CJ. How about this? Are you ready? Can you they're, show they're, us they're exactly? Not gonna, they're not going to leave off of you two, for, for two. They're long. not. Yeah, Enjoy not it. <laughs> He's on a scatter report. CJ, <laughs> yeah. Trey, what are you, you, when you're talking about keeping your hands ready, because CJ, you have so much freedom and also your ball handling is impressive. What do you mean by that? Can you show us? I'm literally just spotting up. And so say he's in the wing over there. You oh, guard him. Him. oh, yeah. You give guard me this. I know referees don't never guard, this. but like right here, I'm in help Wait, position. Wait, let me start the play. Uh, that's not how play starts. Okay, coach. Let's go. Well, no, he's uh, he's gonna be doing his dance in the wing area, and I'm gonna dance. be in the slot. And most defenses, they try to, you know, protect the paint. So I'm gonna be here, having my okay. hands ready. So and then he starts to make his move. And for me, it's driving at the defender, making the defender make a decision. So I'm driving at you, making making you make a decision. And his range is extendo clip, like uh -huh. he can shoot from very very far out, and he gets his reps in practice, and we we trust and we're confident in him. And it's just about delivering a, uh, trying to deliver a good pass. Sometimes you throw a bad pass and he still makes it, but we want to create closeouts. And in this situation, I'm driving you. If you don't help, I'm getting I'm getting to mm -hmm. getting to my goods. But if you do help, I'm able to just make that, that easy pass. And that's an easy assist for me or an easy catch go. Yeah, and you also, again, we know what you're shooting for three, but you're busily put the ball on the floor and finish. So this is what people don't understand. But right here, right here, I'm helping. Even if I help well enough to get that pass, even if I run you off the line because you are shooting the ball extremely well, the next thing you do, what do you do? I'm going straight to the rim. Oh. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And you going to shoot six, it? You going to let it fly? I mean, I can dunk it if you really want me to. I mean, I don't know. Let me call it out. Let me call it out. Let's go. Can we get it? He's young. Let's go. 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 Let's
You can see the transformation and the confidence. I think it's really about the work. You know, working out late at night, getting your extra reps. I caught him in the gym on a late night, the night before a game, getting reps in. It was just me and him in the gym. Okay. You can tell yeah. there's a reason why. There's a reason why he's successful. There's a reason why. I love it. And there's a reason why I called you guys having a great season before anybody else. Okay, Cappy Dean, Cappy Dean. Okay. Now, coming up, as you guys see, I'm in my referee attire, not Richard Jefferson, on myself. It's Halloween and spooky hours. Is the NBA haunted? Maybe. We put Zach Lowe on the case after the break. Don't miss it. By the way, we just had a Dunkin' studio. Let's go. We had a Dunkin' That's pretty special. Man. I can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you dunked in the ESPN studio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The best part about this team is that we take care of each other. Defensively, that's all we can accomplish. Yeah, what the f*** are you doing? <laughs> was certainly feeling the Halloween vibes yesterday, but how in the world am I the only person dressed up? You seriously, Richard, Richard, where are you? Right you seriously couldn't dress up? I'm, I'm inspired by you. Oh, oh, hey, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you're not wearing a bald cap, so I didn't really... You're right, well, that's like, true. My, my, my costume but, came with that. But, but wait, our producers are telling us that we have a special guest today. Should we take a look? What was our, it's what Halloween. What's our... Are you Cookie Monster? Zach, Zach Lowe, our amazing Cookie ESPN Monster. NBA senior insider. Why are you? Grump? Who are you? It's Grumpy Zach Lowe. Oh, it's Oscar a Grouch. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Cookie Monster's blue. Why are you, Zach? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. You, Oscar the Grouch. You, obviously, I'm very grouchy. It's not a stretch for me. This, no, it's not. This is very much on brand. And to stay on the Halloween theme, what if the NBA was haunted? Uh, narrated by our very own Oscar the Grouch. God, our Grouch. We have the best Grouch. What? I'm a little worried. 
Booker has unleashed forces that he does not understand. The angel of death has arrived. <laughs> Your computer might burst into flames. Do we care about transition defense? You can't wish away the chaos. A major mishap just occurred. He's coming for everybody. And I'm just gonna end with a plea. Not again, no! Oh, you guys have your nice little drama. Hey, hi, we're over here. That's all I got to say about that. Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my lord. <laughs> so, so Zach, <laughs> is the NBA really haunted? You're gonna hit me on Halloween with the king cake baby? And Tom Thibodeau laughing? Like, if do you want me to have extra nightmares on Halloween? That's what's in that piece? Oh, my God. Well, and the raptor, the inflatable raptor eating people? Oh. I, I have to sit next to Richard Jefferson every day. That's a nightmare in itself. <laughs> uh, we're in Halloween. Fair. I love you, Richard. Uh, <laughs> let's have some fun because it's trick-or-treat season. So what is your biggest trick this season, Zach? Trick has got to be Jose Alvarado's patented crouching in the corner, hide and seek backcourt steals where he literally hides in the corner of the court hoping nobody sees. Oh no, there he is! Like a Halloween villain popping out of nowhere. He's playing hide and seek in a basketball game. If that is not an NBA trick, I don't know what is. Here he comes again. Look out Tyrese Maxey. People are going to start copying this. It works so well. And my treat my treat, let's just give Devin Booker a little bit of love for my treat on Halloween because the Suns are 5-1. and one. Everybody kind of wrote them off. And Devin Booker is averaging almost 30 a game, shooting lights out from almost everywhere. So that's my treat of the year. The Suns, very quietly, no one's really talking about them because it was all DeAndre Ayton drama, what happened in Game 7, the Robert Sarver stuff. Devin Booker has them off to a really good start, and it looks like they're just going to win a ton of regular season games again. So give the Suns some love. Devin Booker's my treat on Halloween. It is very hot inside Oscar the Grouch. Devin Booker has absolutely been a treat this season. Uh, before we go, what's the best actual Halloween treat, guys? I'm a Skittles girl. Skittles? Um, Almond Joy. Ugh. Almond Joy? Zach, what's Bad your take? Bad choices. What's your take, Zach? Twix. Oh. Twix or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Take take your pick. They're both mm. really good. I'm not mad at it, and I love seeing Zach the Grouch. You're cute. It's awesome. Uh, still to come on NBA Today. What's grouchy. going on with the Warriors? Should we be concerned no. with their slow start to the season? <laughs> We're still going to discuss right the reigning champs next on NBA Today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Welcome back to NBA Today. This week's NBA Wednesday doubleheader starts in Cleveland at 7.30 Eastern with the Celtics taking on the Cavs. Then the Blazers host the Grizzlies. Our coverage tips off with NBA Countdown at 7 on ESPN and the app. All right, let's check in with the defending champ Steph Curry and the Warriors taking on the Detroit Pistons. Klay Thompson was out with rest. Third quarter, Warriors down nine. Check this out, Curry drives, gets into the paint to the rim, but instead flips the other direction. Jaden Ivey oh, takes advantage of the poor Warriors defense. Pistons up by 11 with definition right there. Fourth quarter, Pistons up big. Ivey again from the ground. Look at that. Hits Sadiq Bey, who drills a triple. Pistons would defeat the Warriors. Steve Kerr took the podium after their loss. The way we're playing is affecting our, our defense. I think it looks like a pickup game out there. So we have to, um, we have to get out and play with a purpose and uh, play with some grit. And um, you know, un until, until we do, um, then you know, we're gonna be experiencing games like this where just never quite get get the traction you need to uh, to build momentum. As you see right there, Steve Kerr was a little spicy coming off the Warriors' second straight loss and third on the road. And now we welcome in Anscape's Mark Spears. Mark, to you, what has been the biggest reason for the slow start from the de defending champs? Sine, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with their defense. The Warriors have the second worst defense in the NBA by a hair. Just a hair to the Brooklyn Nets. They're allowing 122 points per game. They're also fouling a lot. Their transition defense is bad. They're allowing, they've allowed 125 plus points four times this season. The bench rotation is also in question. They had two two-way guys playing yesterday in Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. Dante DiVincenzo still out. Clay Thompson, as you mentioned, uh, missed it. Uh, with rest, he's still working on his uh, conditioning. James Wiseman is up and down. They like ball movement. Uh, Poole said they need more urgency. The spotlight is on the champs, so they got to come with a sense of urgency. So let's hope for the Warriors, Shanae, that they went out to Club Live last night, got their Miami Beach out of their way, saw Kodak Black, and then are not going to trick-or-treat in Miami Beach today and be ready for that game against Miami tomorrow because they'll certainly be ready for them because that was the Warriors' last win. And before we let you go, really briefly, after their latest loss, Draymond Green said, quote, I think our offense is killing our defense. In order to be great, those two ends have to connect. What do you think he meant by that? Well, I mean, if you see how bad their defense is, uh, that's certainly part of the transition defense from offense is part of that. But look, Clay has um, been out, DiVincenzo's out, the bench is messed up, and I think that's hurting their offense. Well, thank you so much, Mark. We will keep our eyes on the defending champs. We know that they will likely rebound pretty soon. NBA Today will be right back after the break. Tuesday, our ESPN Hockey Night doubleheader starts in Pittsburgh with the Penguins hosting the Bruins at 8 Eastern. Then the Ducks square off against their rival Sharks. Both games are also available on the ESPN app. All right, y'all, we've got to keep the scary thing going with the very special top of the top spooktacular edition. Was that corny? Was that cute? It's Halloween. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I'm so happy to have you both here, but let, let's check these out. CJ, oh, what, what ooh, we watching? Ooh, ooh. Mm, ooh. Nice. Man, I have this dance. Ooh. Ooh. Tween, tween, hezzy. Oh. 
Take a time. Uh, step back. Pants. Oh, 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 okay. Can make a dance. Yeah. I should have dunked it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come What's up? Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, I don't know that's if that's tough. in our repertoire that's anymore. Tough. Can you still dunk? I can still dunk. Okay. On occasion, when On necessary. Occasion. Uh, let's check out Luca. Luca's been super impressive. What about this pass? Ooh. What did you think when you saw this trick? I saw a lot of action. I was like, wow. Like, what makes you think to do that? You know, honestly. But it was it was pretty nice. I can't lie. Would you have caught that, Richard? I would have dunked it personally. Right now, yeah, see. See, he didn't catch it clean. Ooh. Like, you got to catch that clean and dunk it. It's right? hard like, to be able to tough. read that type of pass, right, CJ? Yeah, it was hot, too. It was a little high, so your hand-eye coordination got to be there. God, we've been okay, how about this? Here. Top levitation. Yeah. Ooh. Be honest with the left. Mm. I feel like him and John Collins are going to meet quite a few times at the rim. But, He's you like know, a robot. Lefty. Has, has he ever won her, like, upper room Vince? I don't think he uh, has. I, I, but I, look, I don't know, but you're taking off the wrong leg. Left hand. With the left extension. Above the go, go, gadget left Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not contesting crazy. that one. Could you go get it? Uh, yeah, I'm You could go get oh, it? Okay. You hear that, Giannis? I'm you said he could go How get about it. this? This is a top chase. Spooktacular edition. Ooh. He has some nasty chase down blocks. Goodness gracious. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen a guard. Like, yeah. I know LeBron. And like a, but is there any guard that his height that gets chased down blocks? I don't think I've ever seen him before. Hits his head. John? John Wall. John Wall, you're right. John Wall. John Wall, thank you. Thank you. I was just close to it. Welcome back, John. Wall. Okay, how about this? Top unexplainable. Oh, oh, oh yes. Wow, that's new right there. How do we explain that's that contest? Give offensive rebound. I, I, you know what it is? That's like when you play the game and you push the wrong button. You, when you play, when you play in live and you push the wrong button, watch it's like, oh, oh no! Like, what are my guys doing? I was watching the broadcast and they said that he was practicing from the corners, trying to block the rim, block the view of the rim, but I don't think it worked. Well, they didn't make any of the shots, so. I think it's the effort do you that give really do you, do, Are you going to start incorporating that into your defense? I don't think I can jump high enough that quickly to, to cover <laughs> the, the viewpoint. That's more of a Trey but, Murphy thing. But you guys okay. are doing a lot of things really well. Congratulations to CJ and Trey for joining us here on NBA Today. Y'all are hooping. Thank you. We have the dunk. We have the dunk. What more to expect for Halloween? Do we have any costumes in your family? I'm not even sure what little man's going to wear, but I'm looking forward to his first Halloween. Okay, no oh. outfits for you, I'm assuming. No. Uh, actually, I <laughs> do you have one, Halloween? but... What is that? Spill it to you. We don't have more time. Day-Day from uh, Day -day. Big Try. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Thanks for